we connect to some aspect of it that reflects our identity. Maybe that's why I like like groovy music. Because you're just a groovy I'm just guy. Just a groovy guy. All right. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Be Here podcast, where we talk about how we can live more mindfully by living more musically. My name is Brian Royce, and this is where I share my journey with music and mindfulness. On today's episode, we have two very special guests, Kaylin and Gigi, and we're going to be exploring the question about why you like the music that you like. But before we begin, as is tradition, I'm going to ask you guys just to join um, me and pause for a second and take two deep breaths. So, as I say, you don't need to change anything about what you're doing. For this one, you can close your eyes and just feel the sensation of air as it moves through your nose and as it tickles that little nose bridge thing right under your nose so just breathe in and yeah maybe you want to pay attention on the second breath to how your um, ribs expand and contract as you breathe in the next breath so i'm glad that you've chosen to be here Kaylin and Gigi, I'm glad that you guys have chosen to be here. How Hi. are you? Hi. Well, Hi, guys. How are you? I'm great. Yeah. I just finished recording another podcast Did with you? These, these two people really? named Gigi and Kaylin on their um, on They their sound podcast. amazing. Yeah, they really are. You should go check it out after this if you haven't already. Con- yeah. Contemplations podcast, available wherever you listen to your podcast. your favorite streaming platforms. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm actually so glad to have you guys here. We are um, thankful to be here. Because I'm I'm all for the fresh perspectives and just getting to talk to you guys before. I feel like we're going to get into some good stuff on why you like the music that you like. But before we get into it, I want to just invite you guys to give me like a, just like a two sentence about yourselves. Like, who are you? What's your thing? And let's, let's throw in like a, a third bonus question. Like, who is an artist right now that you just can't get enough of, that you're kind of obsessed with? Okay. Did you want to go first? No, I? you can okay. go first. <laughs> I am Kaylin. My thing is being um, a thing. I, I see myself as a force of nature. Okay. So I'm a thing. <laughs> and, um, my favorite artist that I can't get enough of, like all time, Rex Orange County. Like right now. Oh, like all time. All time, Rex oh, Orange County. I could have seen that coming, actually. I know like all of, like 90% of his songs by heart. He's my favorite. That's impressive. Ever. All time. Okay. Oh, so good. Gigi, what about you? Um, my name is Gigi. Uh, my thing is. Huh. Okay, I don't have a thing. My thing is everything. Ooh, that's is deep. That, is that is that an answer? You guys are when so you, well rounded. When you think about it, that's a very philosophical question. My thing <laughs> is everything so because I, yeah, everything I didn't is think me. We were going in that deep today. Cool. And um. I'm gonna since Kaylin did an all time. I'm gonna do a recent uh, BTS. Obviously. Of course, of course. BTS. They were expecting all right, it. All right, solid choice. <laughs> yep, can't argue with that. Yeah, they're they're also a force to be reckoned with right they now. They are. So. They are a force of nature. Yes. So they're fans. We're gonna talk about you guys specifically, and like you know, apart from BTS and and um, Rex Orange County, um, I want to know what kind of music gets you going. Like in general, what kind of music would you say you like? Like, when you say gets me going, do you mean, like, upbeat, like... Oh, ah. no, just, like, what kind of music do you just generally vibe with? Um, hmm. I like groovy music. Yeah. Like, music that, like, has, like, a rhythm. Yeah. Like, really good flows always get me. Yeah. Um, me too. I have a playlist called Groovy. Yeah? <laughs> I, have my, my, I have a Groovy playlist too, but it's called, um, if I, was 30, if I wasn't 37%, 37.5% Asian, this playlist would be called Vibes. 
Can you send that to me? <laughs> um, yeah, so I like I really like like rhythm, and I also really love music, especially like long songs that mm-hmm. are like an experience. Oh yeah, yeah, like a three part story in one yeah, song. Yeah, like um, "Runaway" by Kanye West. Okay. Um, "Pluto Projector" by Rex Orange County. Stuff like that. <laughs> Stuff where it's like it's like a mental. Yeah, you're very consistent with your examples. F. Um, and also, I really like old samples. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, like, because I like 60s music. Like, I like Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 60s, yeah. 50s, same thing. Like, Frank Sinatra, Louis Armstrong, stuff yeah. like that. It's like when they take samples and put that in modern music. When it comes I'm back. like, mm, Oh, I love that, shiz. actually. Anyways, yeah, sorry, I got it. Did you, what about you? General, general, most of the time, according to my Spotify, um, R&B, I'm gonna give it to genre R&B mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah. Um, now probably is K-pop, but uh, you guys are so diverse. I got him into. I got him into. BTS. He got Kaylin vibing over there to BTS yeah, right now. Um, but I really like the old time songs. Oh my god! Would you guys consider yourselves musical people? Like, are you people who enjoy music, or would you consider yourselves, like, musical people in a level beyond that? Or Am not? I good at music? No. Do I consider myself musical? Yes. Okay. Same answer. I'll take that. I take that very, very deeply, because I feel like music should be more accessible, and people often put themselves out by saying, oh, like, I'm really, like, I'm really bad at singing, or, mm-hmm. like, I, I suck at music. But, like, it's really not about do you suck at music. You don't need to be, a, like, a maestro to be musical. Yeah. I feel like everyone should be musical to some extent. So we're going to dive deeper here. You kind of mentioned groove. Yes. I kind of want to talk about, um, is there anything else, maybe Gigi, in in a song that you latch on? Like, what's the first thing you latch on to when you listen to a song? Is it the lyrics? Is it intro. like the beat? Is intro. it the, what do you mean by the intro? Okay. Um, uh, have you listened to Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish? Yes. Okay. okay. You heard the first three guitar strings for... There's a chord, there's, um, I think there's a chord, and then there are two, um, I was trying to learn it on the guitar mm-hmm. earlier, and I think the intros of the songs, even the before intro. the lyrics start. Grabs you. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, like, okay, let me see where this goes. Yeah. Because okay. um, the intro might be good, but then the rest of the song, you know, but mm-hmm. the intro, I think that's really what gets me. Is there like a deal breaker? Let's say the intro is really good and it, it gets you for the first 30 seconds and then after a while you're like, actually, nah, I'm not feeling this. Like, what could what could be a deal breaker for you to like let you skip the song? If they talk about a certain thing in a degrading way. Okay. So maybe like probably the lyrics yeah. mostly. Um, degrading lyrics will make you skip. So like uh, talking about like uh, how good... I don't know if this is, this is not my podcast, so uh, how... Let's go for it. Uh, how good your sex was last night with this girl. Yeah. Or degrading a woman or degrading a man even. Yeah. You know, like disrespectful, yeah, lyrics. I feel that. I feel that a lot. I think a lot of people would agree with that, especially people in my family and friend circle, definitely for sure. Kayla, what about you? Is that like a deal breaker? Like Like a skip? A bad verse too. A bad (laughs) verse. Okay, let's go dig deeper. What makes it bad? Like, it's just, like, the the rhythm and, like, the groove. Like I said, like, it's not, like, there. Or maybe, like, I find whenever I'm listening to a a bad verse 2 or, like, a bad song, I'm always thinking, like, okay, if you did this, it would be better. And I feel like there's just something missing from it. Okay. That I feel like could elevate it. 
Like you're expecting it to build in a certain direction and it just mm-hmm. drops the ball and it I doesn't think it, like, take it set in. my expectation to like where I want it to go. Yeah. And then it doesn't go there and I'm just like, yeah. Ooh. You know what I mean? And also the um the bridge. Yes. And the build up. I was gonna ask about that. The build up and the bridge. Mm-hmm. If those Sarah Kingsley, do you know her? No. Definitely her build up, her build up in her songs, and then her um. Have you listened to Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah. Yeah. One of How her. Who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there was this guy that doesn't know Olivia. My cousin doesn't know. Anyway. Interesting. But um, the bridges and the especially the build ups in the song. Sarah Kingsley always has the best. Best. I feel like this is the time for you to give us an Olivia Rodrigo bridge, like "Redless Stuff." Um, I know exactly where you're going. Uh, thank you to my friend. Uh, she introduced me to uh, Prom Live, Olivia Rodrigo. She did uh, like a live version of it, and the bridges because she kind of mixed the songs together. Her songs from the album. Yeah. Um, and the bridges in that were way better than the actual album recorded. For the people that can't actually i mean no one can see what's going on but kaylin's just totally vibing by himself oh, in the I, was, corner here. I was giving my own rendition about <laughs> of olivia rodrigo sorry you guys have a really interesting perspective that i want to get your take on because um you are coming from a generation where music is more accessible than ever yes. like for me i had to go and buy cds when i was your age what's a cd yeah well let's not talk about that. <laughs> I, joke. I joke i joke i joke um but like you can search anything and it's just there right yeah um, how do you primarily consume your music at this point in time? Spotify. 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 Yeah, okay. Or, or I YouTube. think it's the most interactive YouTube. one. Yeah, because playlists, right? Yeah, because playlists, I can see what my friends are listening to. Yeah. Um, and then does, be introduced to more music. By how, how does TikTok filter into your like music consumption or like finding new music? Um, I, f- I think that like, TikTok can control like how well a song does to be yeah, honest. Yeah, right. It's not so, like you see like yeah. a TikTok with like a song and like you see another one with a song and like blah 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 and you like find the song and then you add the song to your playlist and then you take it off your playlist because you've seen it on TikTok too much and it gets old. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, like I find that you can you can find a lot of new music from TikTok, but the over repetition of TikTok can yes. ruin some songs. Okay, yeah. Definitely. I hear you. Yeah. Did you know that nearly 400 no i'm wrong nearly forty thousand tracks are uploaded to spotify daily daily I was doing some research before daily? this yeah daily is that include podcasts i don't know i didn't actually filter that bit Maybe of contemplations is one of them but that's <laughs> that's so much yeah this was like how much i searched how much music is added to spotify daily well no and, oh. it can't include podcasts because podcasts are not uploaded daily i'm gonna well, i'm gonna fact check them. no you like as some in of them, but worldwide like daily are being uploaded nice one but like anyway, that's just okay, so yeah. think about the share volume of that there's no way that you can listen to every song that ever exists if there's you just don't have enough minutes in your life yeah like definitely just not. you have physical limitations on yeah. how much you can consume how do you decide if it's worth your time like how do you decide is this good or bad do you just listen to whatever or like does something fall into your radar and you're like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give this one my time of day and if it sucks and move on or is it like um, how is that determined? Is it random? Is it like your friends are listening to this, so you listen to it? You wanna go? Um, I used to listen to what my friends listen to, um, like dancehall. I got yeah. influenced by my friends. Um, now, I'm more focused on me, so I'm I don't listen to dancehall anymore. Um, but 
Yeah, so this is this is getting at the question like is it a is it a function of your culture um, that determines what you listen to or your social environment or your family? Kayla, what do you what do you think? Or let's say just personally for you, mm-hmm. has it been more um, like this is what my friends are listening to or I I learned this from my family? I'm sure it's a mix of of all of these, right? Yeah. But yeah. is there like one that stands out? Um, my my release radar on Spotify. no but like um what's a i find that a very good one like the the main way that i find new music is literally recommendations from spotify yeah like the the rate you know how when you're listening to an audio uh uh, an artist on on their profile you can see the radio yeah so you can see artists that are like them yeah or like your discover weekly release Mm -hmm. radar um i do the same thing yeah like all that stuff like my friends will show me songs and I'll be like, oh, this is tough. Like, let me let me add it to my playlist. Yeah. Or my family doesn't really show me songs that yeah. I'm interested <laughs> in. But, um, yeah, but mainly it's through the internet or, or like Spotify or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then is there ever a time when someone sends you a song and you're like, actually, this is trash. Like, I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Yes. And you're so like, you oh, decide? yeah, this is good. Is it that it's just not like your cup of tea or is it just objectively bad, you think? There are some songs that are just like objectively bad. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, I don't, I'm not trying uh, to throw any shade on the podcast right now. Like, you, like you can like it. Names. You can like it, but from a... And I'm very like not versed in music and mm-hmm. like musical theory or whatever, yeah, but like right. from an objective standpoint, it's just like off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's just... Like... You can enjoy that, but from what I've learned from music, from like music class and like from the internet and like whatever, there's just some. I just find that there's songs that I'm like, I I understand why I don't like this. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I uh, agree to some extent, but one artist, um, I won't name who, but um, one artist made me realize that even though you think that the song or the music that an artist makes is bad, that artist took the time out of their day to make the music, put their emotion into it, put their time and process and honest. everything into it. So to some extent, you have to respect it. Yeah, I mean, the authenticity of where it's coming yeah, from is what you mean. Yeah. But and uh, in my opinion, yeah. it's not my job. It's not, it's not my cup but, of tea. But, but on then, the opposite end of it, you're like thinking about the people who kind of just churn out like quantity over quality mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like those sort of like industry plants sort of yeah really whatever who don't really who aren't who are kind of just like the the apparatus in which people make money with yeah oh yeah no this like, is a cool yeah. facet of the conversation like, because this is how the music industry has changed it's no longer um well not to say this doesn't exist but the music industry is just a powerhouse of a money-making machine right yeah, now it makes so much money think about how they can have as you say these like these let's call them figureheads who um they just know that they can put anything on their name and it's gonna make money yeah um and there's so you can there there's professional songwriters who have songwriting down to such a science where they can basically guarantee i can churn out a hit Mm-hmm. Um, and that isn't that kind of scary to some extent yeah. I don't, how do you feel about that um to me i don't i hate like the idea that they have it like down to a science like you said yeah. i hate that because then it's sort of not art Ooh. to me it's just kind of like somewhere that's why i don't love formulaic that's why i don't love pop music okay 
because it's or like even generic rap music. Yeah. Because it's just like it's feels it's, like you're checking it's boxes. It's catchy and like it makes sense why you like it, and I like it and I hate that I like it. I don't hate that yeah. I like it, but I'm like. But I think you're getting to something because there, there's two sides of let's say the function of music here. Because you could argue that like these generic pop songs exist to make us feel happy, yeah. just to kind of get us moving a little bit. But maybe they're not going to stand the test of time. Maybe they're not going to like resonate with someone on a deep yeah. level. Maybe they will. I don't know. Um, but then you could say the function of music um, on a on the flip side of that could be to connect on some deeper level. Or some, some people argue that music has a spiritual purpose behind it. Um, and those songs, I think, would be sort of on a different end of the spectrum in terms of um, why you like what you like. Because maybe you like what you like because it serves a purpose to you. Maybe I'm not listening to the same songs that I'm in the gym as I am when I'm like going through a breakup and I need yeah. some like emotional reassurance. So maybe that's kind of one of the reasons why we like what we like. Just the function that it serves emotionally. I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's true. I, I got a message from one of uh, my listeners i'll just i'm just gonna read it real quick he says i was thinking from it how do we know what music we actually like as in a lot of the music we tend to like or resonate with comes from culture and people around us listening and liking a certain type of music are we influenced by those factors to like music that doesn't touch our feelings which is kind of like what we're saying a while ago Mm -hmm. um is is our body adapting to like this music or do we just naturally like the music because it's good maybe it's a mix of all for example i don't think i would like dancehall if i wasn't from jamaica this person says um and I think that's interesting because when I, so I studied abroad in South Africa and I took, really? I yeah, I did. That. Yeah. In 2016. Really? Yeah. I went to university of Cape Town. Wow. It's fantastic. If you guys get to study abroad, you should absolutely study abroad. Anyway. Oh, definitely studying abroad. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> not no question. hair, not hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, even if it's for like a semester, go somewhere exciting like New Zealand like or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I took a musical, um, what was it called? Like ethno, like ethnographic I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the word but it's like um we're talking about musical relativism and um where different musical trends come from um and they would argue that like a lot of the music you like is based on your culture that you that you grew up in but like for me I, we're living in a globalized world now i show up to south africa i listen to these um uh, new new styles of music and i still gravitate to it mm-hmm. so it's that's that's not to say it has to be culturally boxed in but like even Gigi, you're somebody who is very multi-national um, mm-hmm. um, what has been your experience growing up with music um, with like French influence but also living in Jamaica you uh, know what I'm saying yeah I think I think it helps me realize I, ha- I think it helps me appreciate music way more and culture way yes more. they're intertwined um, you can't separate yeah, them I, I feel you cannot which I which is what I love also mm-hmm. because um, I'm a person who uh, is very open-minded. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, I listen to all sorts of music, yeah. except <laughs> country. <laughs> um, but um, always hating on country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hating on it. I just can't get into it. Country fair, slander fair, is fair. tolerated here. <laughs> You're allowed to draw the line wherever you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it helps me appreciate like everybody. I don't know how to so explain I, it. So I'm right liking now, this music because it connects me to a culture that yeah, is whether my own or not my own. Or it helps me get into a culture. Oh yeah. Because I have I'm so I'm so interested in everything in all cultures and all different aspects yeah. in history, especially um, what what's the word? What's the um, Greek mythology? Mm-hmm. All mythologies, biblical and everything. I love history. So 
having that music it's to, like a plug yeah in. to like it's like yeah it is and it gets me interested in other different things and discovering yeah. new things yeah mm. i remember I was, when i was in cape town i went to a, like a someone's house party mm-hmm. and they were just the whole community was sitting in his living room and they were just like beating on their like um thighs like chairs pots and pans and it was kind of gospelish that's the closest thing i could have likened it to it wasn't gospel there was no religious undertone they were just partying and it was just we're all in a room we're all singing um and it felt otherworldly like i didn't really like this the style of music like i'm not gonna go search out on spotify but that at the time mm-hmm. was like i enjoyed that experience mm-hmm. because i was plugged into um a culture that was not my own yeah and it was like a window into somebody else's authentic life yeah. and i was like that's kind of cool i'm not yeah. gonna search this on spotify um, it doesn't have a, like a wicked beat drop or like a really groovy yeah. Yeah. bass line. Um, but I appreciated it for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My next question for you guys. Do you think music or to what extent does music affect your mind or your mental state? Mm-hmm. Um, so like we talked about on our podcast, follow contemplations <laughs> on Spotify, Apple Music, to, yes. or anything you want to <laughs> listen to the podcast on. Um, we were talking about how... If you're constantly, like, because we listen to music so much as a society, like, as humans, mm-hmm. we listen to music so much, and it's, like, we, we, um, we likened it to affirmations, like, how people do affirmations to, um, reprogram their mind. It's almost like when you're constantly listening to this music and it has a certain message, it can ingrain itself into your subconscious, like we talked about, um, rap music. And how the glamorization or I like the idealizing of that lifestyle, like that rock star, rap star lifestyle, um, it might affect people in a certain way that they feel unworthy or mm-hmm. like it can be harmful. Is what you're it saying. can be harmful to their mental state and like their mind, um, because it's like so programmed yeah. into their brain. I think the and flip like, side can also be true. I start to have like a like an uplifting playlist as well for yeah, when I'm yeah, like yeah. really not feeling myself. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the genres are very diverse in there, but the idea is it, it does the opposite. It's ingraining, like, as you say, aff- affirmative thoughts. Um, which so would you say it's more the lyrics going. or like, since it's... Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, lyrics are huge in that um, affirmative uh, space, but I think the vibe of a song can also be uplifting. Because yeah. um, if you listen to the songs without lyrics... Like the songs you meditate to, Caitlin, yeah. or the songs you like, um, just the songs that don't have lyrics, they still change something in mm-hmm. you while listening to it. I can listen to an uplifting song in a totally different language and still feel yeah. like, it, it, ooh, that's nice. It, yeah. it, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like Strome, am I pronouncing his name right? Stromae. Stromae. Was that close? <laughs> no. no. Not even <laughs> <close>. <laughs> I didn't speak, I didn't take French. But like, for example, listening to his music, sometimes I have no idea what he's saying. But I'm like, this what is such a What he's saying vibe. is amazing. He has a song called, like, Cancer. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, it, it's so beautiful. The best and is to listen to sad Latin music. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. But that's about... See, see I, don't know, I don't know what you're saying, but... But that's the same I feel thing you, my, about, I feel like, you, my friend. That's the same thing about, like, my BTS. You think I know how to speak Korean? <laughs> like, I wish I knew, exactly. but, like... Case in point. You know, sometimes you can go on Google and translate, and w- which I love though. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, music is also um, 
available er- everywhere, but also like translation. 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 Yeah. So even yeah. if you don't speak that language, you can go and look it up. May not like the meaning at the end of the part, yeah, but yeah. Um, it's still all accessible and it's really nice. So we're talking about you guys both clearly agree with me that music influences your mind unequivocally, yes. definitely does. Definitely. Um, do you? How often do you guys think you observe or just take note of the nature of your mind, like on a daily basis? Recently, like, for yeah. me, every like every day. Yeah. The past like three months, I've been constantly like working to like reprogram my mind hmm. and like change my way of thinking because I found it was very harmful to my mental health. Yeah. Oh, that's deep. So I had to, I'm like making a complete shift on how, like I, I think. Yeah. So I've, I've actually gained a lot of control of like intrusive thoughts and stuff like that. That's very good. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. <laughs> like I said before, that's like the big difference between me and Kaylin, which I love because, you know, we can talk so much about it on our podcast contemplations. Um, but um, I'm loving all this plugin. <laughs> Keep it up. Um, but I, that's I, I am not a person that processes my emotions properly. I, I cannot I cannot do it. So, and even if I can, even if I um, wanted to, it's not like um, automatic to me. And I don't like having feelings. Is it automatic to mm-hmm. anyone though? Like what well, you're saying you is, know, is it come you're naturally? Learning to it. I'm learning, but it wasn't automatic. It wasn't. It's and I don't think it's ever gonna be automatic. Yeah. Um, so, but like. Uh, so, but music helps me process my feelings. Yes, even I think though I something. can't, I without music, I don't think I would be able to process my feelings. Ooh, that's that's mm. heavy. Because um, so music is like one of your crutches. Else, yeah, like having, like how we talked about on contemplations. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like having someone else um, tell their perspective. Yeah, and being able to relate that back to my situation or whatever I'm going through. It helps me, like, oh, is this jealousy? Oh, am I mad? Or am I guilty? Or am yeah, I, okay. You know? like, so you're using it as like a mirror to reflect your own feelings and yeah. be like, is this like, what I'm feeling? Like, yeah, like yeah. how we talked about, how we talked about before, was um, how music can sometimes say what you're feeling without, mm-hmm. like, before you even realize it. Yeah. Like, maybe if you're feeling a certain way and you listen to a song and you hear those lyrics that like hit home. Yeah. You're like something clicks. That's how I feel. Yeah. That has happened to me before. Been there, for sure. Yeah. That's exactly, I think, what Gigi was getting at. Probably. Um, and that that's deep, because what you're saying is, um, I mean, you're getting to the heart of my next question, which is, in what way do you, does music make you a more mindful person? Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't explicitly defined mindfulness yet on this conversation, but from the way I see it, mindfulness is just the practice of being aware of being your awareness conscious. yeah yeah being, being more, more self-aware conscious. in a sense yeah um like pausing to be like okay wait why did i react like that because mm. wh- where did that um automatic yeah. um angry response come from mm-hmm. um was that like a, a secondary emotion that was hiding something else like am i actually disappointed that this other thing happened and it wasn't until it, like it took a, a pa- like a global pandemic for me to slow down um and just start to observe like what was going on in my head sometimes yeah. and i think that process has stuck with me so much so that i started a podcast about it but also um just it puts you in a reflective state which music enhances because it it then now like you said it just reflects the the feelings that naturally come up mm-hmm. um and 
by embracing a practice of mindfulness, I'm more able to put a word to like that feeling. Um, or maybe like search for that song that I think would really <laughs> underpin what I'm what yeah. I'm going for here. So, Kaylin, I don't know if you want to add to the question of um, how does music make you a more self-aware person or a more mindful person? Because I'm impressed at like how how I mean both of you. You might not think you're a mindful person, uh, Gigi, but I think I, both of you are very like self-aware people. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I was self-aware at this stage in my life. I think I was definitely more just tossed by the, the waves emotionally. <laughs> Um, how did you get here? Did music play a role? And how does it enhance your um, mindful life? Well, like we talked about before, like it's you're, you're able to like identify emotions sometimes through music, like identify it through that. But I think also in a sense of, do you consider slam poetry music? Ooh, um, well, by my definition of music, it needs to have um, rhythm, it needs to have pitch, and it needs to have expression. That's my so definition. Two, so, so two of the, does, does slam poetry have pitch? Yes, um, it does. Does it? You can't. Oh, because pitches. Yeah, no, yes. Okay, so does. so so I guess it so would. I guess it has. A I beat, like. It has a rhythm. It has um. It has harmony. Exp- and it has expression. I, yeah. It has I expression. like. I really enjoy slam poetry, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy creating slam poetry. Oh. So I think I showed you my poetry one time in like tutoring. That. Did you? I think so. Yeah, you did. Yes. But you didn't perform it for me, so it wasn't slam poetry at the time. I did perform it for you. I don't think you did. Caitlin, yeah, you should should for, you should for okay. right now. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so I think in the sense of being more mindful, by me being able to take these emotions, yeah. like these these things that I have inside of me, and sort of putting them out and writing it down and just like sitting there with I write it on my notes. I should really write it in a notebook. But you get the point. Um like just sitting there and just letting it just spew out mm-hmm. like in the way that it as an artist does like sometimes you just need to express and like it allows me to be more mindful of my emotions because i'll be like sitting there writing poetry or like slam poetry and i will realize and i'll like go into a topic that i didn't even realize that i was feeling and then reading it back i'm like wow like that's what i was feeling that came out of out of my mental crevices yeah yeah yeah, cool. So you're using music as a creative tool to process yeah. your emotions, yeah. um, and then and come become, to turn, come to terms with what's going on upstairs, yeah, and become more mindful. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing, especially in songwriter mode. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not coming from a place of pain. Sometimes you you sit down to express something and nothing wants to be expressed. But if you kind of just give it time, this is kind of like the idea of of being mindful and just sitting and allowing what is there to just be there. Um, or just allowing yourself to be here with whatever's there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes nothing comes out, um, and sometimes it just comes gushing out. Yeah. And in that moment, maybe you don't think it's anything, but give it a few months' time, because I have, I have done that. I have done... I, I don't do song poetry, but I write journals. Yeah. Um, when I'm listening to songs and the lyric speaks to me or something, and I, I like um, the lyric or I like the, um, like the quote or anything. Mm-hmm. I just write it down and then write my processes and thoughts and feelings about it. And maybe in the moment, I don't think it's anything. And I'm like, okay, w- what is this? Uh, give it a month's time or a f- a, like a year or two. I promise you it's going to like, it hits after. Yeah, something hits, something connected and you resonate yeah. with it. You wrote it down. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's I didn't huge. realize it in the moment, but... If I come back in in like a month's time, like oh, damn, I was jealous or mm. like I was angry or frustrated at this and for this reason. Do you ever like laugh at yourself? 
yeah like, all with, the time like, all like, the time like <laughs> with, like looking back on those journal entries or like for me like well for me it would be journal entries like i did it the other yeah. night where i looked back on journal entries when i was in a very bad place and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of just like laugh at yourself because you're like wow or and there's almost like a sense of of gratitude mm-hmm. that like comes and it's like wow like like if i was go- in such a bad place like i'm here yeah. i'm still living i'm still yeah, chilling. i feel that brian you know I mean? said that covid uh, the pandemic like it, it took a toll and um it helped him realize that was i i don't laugh at my journaling because i've just started to do journaling i laugh at my old self yeah mm-hmm. i think um, that's the extent to which i i laugh at my own own self and like i used to talk bad about people i used to be so judgmental and everything you and talk bad about like, me all the time <laughs> <laughs> okay but i do live on the contemplation yeah, podcast i know you're talking about <laughs> before um if you want to hear me insult kaylin <laughs> on contemplations podcast but um before i used to do it behind people's backs yeah and it was horrible and i used to be a horrible person and it took time to realize that i was and music played a big part in that so. yeah yeah, that's huge. I think we've kind of struck gold in this conversation. Yeah. I mean, the last thing that I kind of wanted to throw out there was that just in the same way that music helps me to be more mindful, the flip side is also true, where I find that being mindful mm. um, and the practice of um, sitting down for 10 to 15 minutes daily yeah. and doing breath work, observing where my mind goes when I just let it go. You do breath work? Yeah, of course. That's the fundamental premise <laughs> of this. Caleb and I just did a Bluetooth fist bump from across the <laughs> Um, yeah, like that whole process has allowed me to be more in tune with my creative process, uh, my musical identity. Mm-hmm. Um, performing live songs now has been enhanced because it allows me to be more present when I'm performing. Oh, and you're not like thinking yeah, about what yeah, are yeah. they thinking about me? What are they, you know? Absolutely. And yeah. so I'm more connected to the song. Mm. I'm more connected to the people that are receiving the song in real time. Um, I think it's a game changer. And, uh, I'm I'm also more connected because I perform too. We both perform because we want to be actors. Yeah. Um. So it uh, music has helped me perf- um perform and um be more confident. Uh, yeah. Like two years ago, I would have never performed. <laughs> um. You could not see. I would not have been an actress. But um, music has helped me in that like so much, and mm-hmm. um, it's helped me also appreciate myself. Mm-hmm. And also the audience, like you said, and yeah. the song, and connect with myself. Because so. it's expression and connection, yeah. I feel like, is the heart of what, mm-hmm. as an actress and an actor, is what you do. Um, and music I'm is just the actor another. for clarification. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't go about, go about doing our pronouns at the start, so that's a good clarification. Um, you know, I was going to ask you your pronouns um, yeah, you <laughs> on should, our um, podcast, him, yeah, but well. then I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah cool. And to your credit, by the way, I feel as though you said that you're not a mindful person, but the fact that you are doing journaling, which is a very mindful exercise. Trying to journal. If you're trying. doing it, you're doing it, yo. I'm but that's, the, that's like, the first step. I'm not doing it like you, Kaylin every day. What I, what, I, what I find about you is that you're very self-aware of what you're, of like your issues and your, your, what you're going through. It's just... The, see, the thing is, like, I, I, I feel like I am self-aware to an extent. I know that I have commitment issues. I know I have trust issues. But then I don't know why. But aware, okay, but awareness of it is the first step. Yeah, I know. And then, yeah, I just, I just have to be more aware of 
my emotions and how and how to process it i guess yeah. and music that can, comes with time music can help you and do that music too. helps me do that <laughs> i think if i were to summarize this whole episode in one sentence which is to answer the question why do we like the music that we like i feel as though the answer is we like music because we connect to it we, we connect to some aspect of it that reflects our identity maybe it's what hmm. you're going through emotionally Maybe hmm. it's what you identify with socially. Yeah. Maybe it's what you're looking for culturally. Like your personality. Um, your personality. Maybe that's why I like like groovy music. Because you're just a groovy I'm just guy. Just a groovy guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. actually, as much as we laugh, like that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like if you see yourself as a groovy guy, then you're you like gravitate toward right. Exactly. Yeah. If yeah. you see yourself Wait, as like a like, cool so person. If, if so I like R and B mostly. What What am I? I don't know, Gigi. An R and B person. <laughs> I'm not going to typecast you here. That's your job. Doing but, your your like, journaling that, That's very interesting that you bring that up. Like our self-concept is is reflected in the music that we listen to. Yeah. yeah. And without even realizing it probably. Yeah. And like we said on the before, music is like an identification card. And you can't change my mind Dude. about that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get goosebumps every time I reach this part of the podcast because I'm like, oh, I feel like that was gold. Yeah. Because I, like, I'm going to play that over in my head even as I'm like leaving here. To, just to say it again we connect with music because it reflects some aspect of our identity yeah. and that we yeah. want to see ourselves reflected in this I think that goes back to or an, or an, an identity that we want to that you aspire to be or that you aspire to whoa. be whoa even yes. that, that comment whoa. about like, okay, now I don't say know that if I would full line. I don't think I can do that I'm gonna have to do that <laughs> like that, like, and that goes back into like the rappers exactly and like the, the glamorization yeah. of whatever like yeah. people want to be that yeah and that's where the influence comes in because if you sometimes as a musician sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad yeah yeah depends on what you're influencing people to do yeah these artists have a lot of power because they can now influence people who want to be like them yeah so mm -hmm. when you guys make it big in Hollywood and you're actors you can bear this in mind yeah yeah cool thank you guys for being here is there anything else that you guys want to add before we wrap up this I'm episode fine. no I, I think I got all my thoughts and feelings out <laughs> where can we find you guys on the socials um contemplations podcast on instagram and then the link will have there's a link tree in our and bio there's a link tree in our bio and you'll find all our socials there you can join our discord our personal socials and yes. our twitter and instagram and yep. yeah amazing you guys are actually awesome people keep doing what thank you're you. doing you're gonna you're gonna go far guys thank you <laughs> thanks for thank being you. here thank you thank you the songs of the week inspired by Kaylin and Gigi this time are 10 out of 10 by Rex Orange County and Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Go check them out. Let me know what you think. I think they are beautiful masterpieces. Also, in addition to following the podcast on whichever major streaming platforms you get your podcasts at, please share the podcast with someone that you think might like or relate to what we talk about here. I appreciate all the support and the organic sharing as the podcast continues to grow. Also, I'm totally down to connect with you on Instagram to hear your thoughts on the podcast. It's Brian Royce, Brian with Hawaii. Please feel free to reach out and leave your comments and feedback on the podcast and ideas for anything you'd like us to talk about on future episodes. If you have someone in mind that you think could be a great addition to the conversation here on the Be Here podcast, please let me know and reach out. I'd love to connect with them and have some fresh conversations. So, as you move through the day, remember to be here and be mindful of where your attention's at. As always, make it good, make it groovy, and catch you next time on the Be Hair Podcast.